Hey guys, Jeanette here. Just a quick note to say that you might notice that the sound quality of this episode is a little funky. We had some technical issues that we were unaware of until we listened to playback afterwards. So I apologize that this episode is just not up to the quality of the other episodes. However, I had such a great conversation with these two guests that I really want to share this content with you. So it's best listened to over headphones and not on your laptop speakers. So pop those earbuds in and hopefully... You will enjoy what we are talking about regardless. Thanks so much. Welcome back to Hashtag Single with Jeanette Bonner. I am not a relationship expert or sex therapist. I'm just a regular New York City woman navigating the world as a single independent feminist. Hashtag Single is about having honest conversations with other singles in today's device-obsessed culture. So I hope you'll join me on this interesting, challenging, and complex journey as we navigate the ins and outs of singledom. Welcome back to Hashtag Single. This is Jeanette Bonner. I am your host, and I'm very pleased to introduce you to our two guests today. Hello, Emily. Hi, Jeanette. Thanks so much for being on Hashtag Single with me. And Emily has brought her friend Tom. Hello. Hi, Tom. So nice to meet you. We were strangers until just a few moments ago. But now we're old friends. Now we're best friends. In that case, I'm going to need you to sit back and shut up. That's what I ask all of my new friends to do. <laughs> no, I don't. That's terrible. Um, but you are very brave to come meet a total stranger and talk about your love life. So I give you a lot of credit. Well, now I'm terrified. <laughs> As you should I be. I thought As I was okay until a second ago. Now I'm in real trouble. <laughs> now I have so many regrets. Um, Emily, hey. tell me everything. Oh I have to ask you the question I've been asking everybody, which is, tell me about your dating journey. Oh, the dating journey is... Where are you at? Long. I know. Arduous. This I know as well, yeah. Mm. I'm doing the <laughs> online thing right now. Yes, yes, yes. Wait, wait. I will just say that that's not 100% automatically assumed. I have, I've okay. had a lot of guests that say, like, I'm doing the IRL thing. I'm trying to meet people in real life. So Okay. I feel weird about the online thing, right? I feel weird yeah. about the dating apps, and I feel weird about the, you know, but I'm doing it because I don't. You're doing them, but you don't like them. I don't love them. Well, no one loves them. No, that's right. Yeah. It's just a giant pool of people to me. Right. And people, like, the thing that I do like about them, I think, is that um, you do end up meeting people you would not necessarily meet. Totally true. Life, you know? Totally true. Yeah. Like, your crowds and circles wouldn't otherwise cross. Yeah. Um, Unless you're on Hinge, <laughs> which I'm on Hinge. Hinge is supposed to connect you to, like, friends of a friend or, like, friends of a friend of a friend. I'm on Hinge as well. <laughs> And, um, so you're telling me I'm going to meet Tom? Yeah, it's possible. Tom, you're going to Well, how long have you been single? Uh, um, since, I mean, a while. Like, God, I don't know. I've Several lost, years? I've lost count. Yeah. I'm like, I'm literally, this year is a decade for me. Yeah, I mean. Ten, fifteen years. For certain, since I moved to New York, which was, um. 13 years ago. So I'm with you on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's um, good. I feel, I feel better. Yeah. It's, um, I, I mean, it's one of the hardest cities in the world to totally. partner in. I feel like that's the fascinating thing about New York. You know, like you're here with people, you are always surrounded by people, mm -hmm. but it can also be the city that you are most alone in period. End of story. Amen. Yeah. You mean like sort of not 
alone, meaning like not in an intimate relationship. Yeah, like I, th- I think that it's hard to connect with people, I think. And I also think that um, with so many people, there are certain attitudes that go along with that, which I find. It's yeah, like so many fish in the sea, I can sort of like. Yeah, or like, us. yeah, or like, you know, well, you're a great fish and you're my favorite fish this week. I wonder if there's a fancier, better fish. Oh, totally. You totally. know, and I'm like, no, I am the fancier. I am the fish best there. fish. I have the best fins, damn it. Yeah, the other thing that's come up with a lot of people is that and you have to think about it this way, and this is certainly, I think, for you and me and for a lot of women, is that people come to New York for a specific reason, mm-hmm. right? You wouldn't be in this city if you weren't here for that one reason. Mm-hmm. And, you know, for a lot of us, it's like working in the entertainment industry or, or pursuing your career in the arts. And uh, for everybody that I talk to, whether it is a career in the arts or if you're here to do real estate and make money or work in business or for fashion, people come here for that reason. So that is their number one. That's you're like, this is the thing that I will not sacrifice anything for. I'm here to achieve this thing. And then dating would also be nice, but I'm not going to sacrifice that for the the reason I'm here. I totally agree with you. But then I also kind of am behind the whole no man is an island thing. Like people need other people. Of course, you know, so we end up in this weird thing of like, here I am focused on my acting slash real estate slash restaurant, like whatever you're here for. And you need to date. You need to have a go. Like, you you got to do it. But people like, know that. That's why they're online. And then they're like, oh, but I'm like super busy. I know. Uh, <laughs> that gets into the whole like busy culture. You know what I mean? Where it's yeah. like people like relish in the idea of being busy when you're not actually that busy. Because we all make time for the things that are important to us. Right. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So what apps are you on right now? Uh, I am on... I'm only on Hinge right now. Um, I did kind of 86 myself. I did match a long time ago. Um, Oh, yeah. I was like, (laughs) well, you know what the problem with match never made an app. I don't think they never made an app. I did the online version like years. Yeah. But then you had to like log in while you're on your Mm -hmm. desktop, Mm -hmm. which I didn't. Well, that was also before I like joined the cult of iPhones. So I think, you know, I had a Blackberry and like, mm. Uh, yeah, I might have too, but I found I like didn't check it because when I, it felt like checking email Mm -hmm. and I was like, I'm done with work. I don't want to check my email right? for, so yeah. So that I faded from the match culture too. Yeah. So you like, do are you liking hinge or? I like hinge. I like the premise that, uh, you are friends of friends because like, that's how you meet people in real life. Right. You, or presumably you like show up theoretically Theoretically, your friends and set you up. That's why I'm online because clearly I'm not meeting people in real life. You just have crappy friends. (laughs) (laughs) But um, I like the idea of like friends of friends. Like that's a great idea to me. Um, I I find uh, the way people interact online is very interesting. Uh, I find that people say things uh, that, you wouldn't normally say in real life. Oh, 100%. Um, which is very bizarre to me. Um, I, I also think the whole profile thing is is kind of weird. Like, it's weird, but it's not, you know, like... I'm, like creating your own profile? Like defining yourself? Creating your own profile, defining yourself, and, you know, like what what people do with that. Um, Go on. I feel like you're you're alluding to something. 
no, I guess, I mean, like I read all these profiles and I'm like, wow, you look, it's like, I mean, it's like a resume. I'm like, yeah. wow. No, everyone's life looks amazing. Yeah. I'm like, wow, you're great. And then I'm like, oh no. What happened? But on the other hand, do you know when you find those like duds mm-hmm. and you're like, if you can't make yourself look good on an online profile, like how epically horrible must you be in real life? true. It's true. Like every time I see a profile of a guy and like all five pictures, they're not smiling. I'm like, pass. If you have five options and none of them, you're experiencing happiness or joy. Hard pass. <laughs> yeah. That, does that not occur to the person making the profile that like, I would like to see that you can both create happiness and receive happiness in your life. Yeah, are you just like a miserable human being? You are a miserable human being. I definitely want to go out with you. <laughs> How exciting would it be to meet a miserable person? Um, I like I like Hinge because I like the layout, like in the way that it's um it's it's like a, a, a prompt to a simple question and then a photo and then a prompt and a photo and then they just have like stats at the top. So it's sort of like a quick bullet point list of what you need, right? Well sure, yeah, it's a bullet point list. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, because I've found like on OkCupid, which is, I think, sort of like the mothership, the one that really uh, started online culture, especially on the phone, um, because they let you fill out these sort of essay form profile. I just found that like it seemed like a lot of women were being really thorough about what brings them joy and their obstacles and what they want in life and their relationship with their family and their favorite food. And guys would be like, <laughs> there'd be like a one sentence. I just joined here. If you want to get to know me, let me know. And I was like, yeah, well, it it's intimidating to, for people to be like, Oh, I have to fill out this essay about myself. So then they don't. Right. So the, the prompts are really easy and very silly. They do uh, prompt some interesting responses, I think. Like, um, well, I think my, like the question, so on hinge, um, you know how you can like pick your questions, right? Yeah. 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 So one of the questions I picked, uh, because I, um, am fairly domestic, I guess. I don't know if that's, if that's a good way to describe it, but, okay. um, I really like to cook Yeah, and I like to bake and I like all that good stuff. Okay. So one of the questions I picked is, you know, what's your go-to dish to cook? Okay. Uh, you know, and my go-to dish to cook is always a homemade pizza, like everything homemade from scratch, the sauce, the nice. dough, the like, you know, I mean, I'm not making the cheese, obviously, but you know, how dare um, you, how dare I make that cheese? <laughs> um, and, and tying in with the, like, the idea of people say things online that they wouldn't normally say, like, um, I've gotten some fairly interesting responses to like, what do you what do you cook? And I, uh, you know, or like, you know, do you want to cook for me? And like, oh, that, God. that is like, that is like the tamest response. Let me tell you, like, I mean, there are all kinds of allusions to pepperoni and sausage. No, and, for sure. Yes, no, yes. what's wrong with people? <laughs> but I'm always You're like, like, I just like making pizza. Exactly. It's not sexual. It's not sexual. I mean, it is apparently, I don't know. Um, but I think men will take anything into it sexual. I guess. Um, but I'm also kind of oh, like, would you say that to somebody to my face? Right? right. No. When you just met me. No. So it's like not. that's why I find it like super fascinating. Yeah. Like that whole. How do you handle that? How do you respond, or do you just not respond? Uh, the first couple times, I think that I yes, this has happened more than once. Um, I kind of responded with a like 
oh wow that's that's quite a statement or something like 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 I just kind of like laughed it off but then I kind of was like oh oh no and then I just like (laughs) stopped responding (laughs) you're like like, a slow demise it's like I'm I'm like oh I just I don't have energy for that anymore like I I don't know you person on the other end of that comment and um, if that's if that's like people always say to me a friend of mine said to me once uh when you're first dating someone you put your best foot forward theoretically good lord we hope right um if that's your best foot i think about this all the time like what is that like we're starting at like Sausage references? Yeah, right. <laughs> like it only like it goes uphill from here. No, I, it goes oh. down. It goes down. I think about that all the time. Yeah. I'm like, but also it really bothers me that like, first of all, I'm so curious to know. Maybe Tom can answer this. Answer this for us later. What is the ideal response that that person would want? Is it sexual? What is the point of having a sexual interaction with a stranger online? Like, is it because you're looking for a sexual relationship? Right. Or if you are, that's fine. Be clear with it. But if you're pretending to like want a relationship on this thing and that's your lead in. Right. You're not going to have a lot of good software. Nope. That's nope. The, that, like just on a human basis. Yep. And then I'm like, Jeanette, no, here's the problem is that you're considering that men have thought this through with like this is there's like a theory and like like an action plan you're like no the answer is that men don't think they respond on impulse and then they're like oh yeah maybe that wasn't the best thing to write you first off you know (laughs) i mean maybe but there's also a part of me that's like dude just 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 use your brain yeah just maybe don't do that maybe don't do that we're asking for too much. Um, <laughs> so I want to talk about today uh, something that's come up with you and me, which I find like quite an adorable topic because I think you and I have the same instincts around things. Um, you had mentioned kind of like jokingly at a party that like the hardest thing about being single is putting furniture together on your own. Oh God, home improvement while single. <laughs> it's like, but... It really, really is. Like, it's a it's a great joke. But at the same time, holy fuck. Like, if I could fix one thing in my life, I would just manifest someone at the time that I need them to just hold the cabinet door while I'm trying to, like, put the hinge on the bottom. I have done all sorts of acrobatics and aerobics. Oh, I've got stories. <laughs> Wait, really? Oh, yeah. Can you share them with me, please? Absolutely. Um, so I ordered a bed, right? And for years I lived in a studio, so I was sleeping on a futon, which okay. like folded itself out, you know? Yeah. So finally I decided I'm going to be an adult and I'm going to grow up and I'm going to buy a bed. Mm. So I ordered this, I ordered this bad boy from Wayfair and, and it comes to me only to discover that, uh, my five foot four, 120 pound self cannot lift the box. Oh no. Yeah. I can't do it. You literally can't get it into I your apartment. I literally can't do it. And I live on the bottom floor of a roadhouse. So we're talking like maybe 20 steps down into my apartment. Like you didn't even have to like bring it into a five floor walk up or anything. No, but like, so here's, I can't even carry it downstairs. I, I don't know what I'm going to do with the thing. It's sitting in the hallway and I'm looking at it and I'm like, huh? Da, 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 da. <laughs> well, fuck. Exactly. Well, fuck. So... 
and I'm sure you'll appreciate this because like, did you go to hireahandyman.com? I certainly did not. <laughs> I'm going to tell you what I did. I, um, as you know, you got a problem solve when you're single. Yeah. Right. Cause it's like, I don't need a man to do this. I'm going to handle this on my own. I have my own toolkit and everything. I can put this bad boy together and I do, I have a drill. <laughs> I do too. And I have like a very serious drill bit set. Me too. Yeah. <laughs> my, my, my voice got so girly when I said that, but like legit, like my uncle bought that for me when yeah. I moved into my, yeah, my dad bought it He's for like, me. here's what you need. And I yeah. was like, I appreciate that you see me. Um, so, but I problem solved this bad boy. Did you take it piece by piece into your apartment? Certainly not. I put that bad boy at the top of the steps and I surfed it right down there. Oh, all right. That works too. I had one hand on each of the stair walls and I just rode it. No, you didn't. Yes, I did. I was like, I was, okay, but it's like sending it down the steps is one thing and like sitting on your new bed and like sleigh riding down I totally the steps. Did. That's exactly what I did. It's another thing altogether. I was holding onto the handrail with my left hand and my right hand pressed up against the wall and I'm oh. sitting, I'm like straddling the thing and I'm scooting it down once. I then so wish that like a dog walker had walked in and just at that moment and just be like, you know, cool. Hey, hi, what's up? <laughs> so, you know. There's that. So you got it into the apartment. I got it into the apartment. And how did you put okay. the bed together? Um, once I got it downstairs, I eventually, like, I took it out piece by piece and yeah. took it in one piece at a time. Um, and then I got into a deep, deep argument with the instructions. Because the instructions say... Which could have happened if there was another person putting the bed together with you, to Well, be then, in theory, you're getting into an argument with the other person. Yeah. I'm getting into a fight with, with yourself. a piece of paper. <laughs> no, I've done that. I've done that. So, the top of the instructions, what do the instructions say? They say, please have two adults to assemble this bed. And I'm like, I don't have two adults here. I have one extremely capable adult. Will that do instead of two adults? Just any two adults? I don't need you in your shame. Exactly. Like, what is this? You're shaming me. I'm sharing this bed with myself. This is my bed. And my vibrator. (laughs) And my dog. (laughs) And my dog participate. (laughs) My dog goes. So it was ridiculous. I get the bed together eventually. That's, um, I mean, I'm impressed. I've just been put, I've put together like TV stands and cabinets. And the hardest thing is when you have the right angle mm-hmm. and you have to try to like stand up one piece and hold it there with part of your body and then mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. screw it in at the same time. I'm the master of jerry-rigging stuff up. I will drag a chair. I will drag another like piano. I will drag a Someone piano bench over. Someone needs to like actually make a blog like with women making, they're putting their own furniture together. Oh Yeah. What, uh, like, yeah, absolutely. Or like a video. That's montage. what yoga is for. You're like, you get in these crazy positions. <laughs> That's what point shoes are for. I did that once too. I needed to get, uh-uh. I needed to put something on the wall. And so, um, with my drill, did I mention I own my own drill with my own drill bit set and a full tool set too. So I can't, I'm, you know, like you guys can see me, but like I'm, I'm five, four, I'm not very tall. You yeah. know, so I need to put something up on the wall and I can't quite reach it. So I get the step stool and then I'm too high and that's weird. So I decide to put on my point shoes. But does that just give you like an extra two inches? Yeah, Maybe that's an inch all and a half. Oh, okay. That's all I need. I need to be able to like look at the hole straight on. I forget what I was. I think I was putting up floating shelves. Yeah, 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 yeah. So I needed to be able to like look at the hole straight on and like make sure it was level. I think that's what I was doing. Yes. Yeah. I didn't want to like. It's very creative. Yeah, you know. See, that's what we're we're badass. Problem like solvers. I said, being mm-hmm. single and home improvement 
is. But see, you you tap into something that I think is key here, and the key is this like sensibility of I can I don't need someone to do this. I can do this on my own. I am going to do this on my own. I don't care how long it takes me. I don't care how sweaty I get. I don't care how ridiculous I look. I'm going to like it's like a it's like a point to prove almost to yourself exactly that I don't need another person to give myself what I need. Right. So I've done like ridiculous things as yeah. well. Yeah. One time actually I had I got a um I got a shoe cabinet. Yeah. <laughs> because I have a love affair with footwear. And uh and again the doors of the cabinet are suspended right so trying to hold it up four inches while also trying to align the hinges so you can screw it it was like a motherfucking pain in the ass and I was very very proud of myself when I put it together and I was like making fun of the fact that I had a shoe cabinet and I posted pictures online and then maybe three months later I saw an ad you know how google likes to Mm -hmm. give you things you already have and I saw an ad for the thing that I purchased and I was like huh (laughs) <laughs> I had screwed the cabinet doors on upside down. Oops. So there were these little half moon divots at the top of the cabinet, theoretically where your hands go. So you can pull the cabinet up and I was using them on the bottom with my feet. And why that's that awesome. seemed really, that's awesome. like did not occur to me until I saw that photo. So then I had to take the goddamn thing apart and redo it. And I thought, wait, 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 let me ask you a question. <laughs> As a single woman, you like problem solved and you got those doors on, right? Yeah. Did the doors work? Yeah. Mission accomplished. No, I took them off. They had to be right, man. (laughs) I took them off and I I said, if I did it one time, I could do it again. (laughs) And I did. And you did. (laughs) So this got me thinking. So I made a list because I'm a list maker. Mm -hmm. Things that are easier to do with a partner. This sounds like a setup of like a David Letterman list, but it's not a comical list. So my ex and I used to have this phenomenal, I was going to say relationship, but it wasn't a phenomenal relationship, it was a phenomenal, <laughs> phenomenal partnership where whoever didn't cook dinner would do the dishes. I think a lot of partners do that because both jobs are hard, right? Mm-hmm. So it sucks to cook and then come in the kitchen and be like, Ugh, I made the thing and now I made a mess that I have to clean up. And I have found in my single home, singledom, that I have gotten really, really bad about doing the dishes, like really bad about doing dishes because I enjoy cooking. And then I come in and I'm like, I don't want to do this. Also, I live alone now. So no one's going to come in and and be annoyed that I left shit everywhere. So I just leave it for myself to clean later. Yeah. I think that's, no, I think that's fair. I always find that um, in a previous relationship I had, um, my goal was always, to do the thing that that person hated. Mm. So for, for, you know, my ex and I, um, hated folding laundry. Now your ex hated doing it. I hated folding laundry. Yeah. Now I'm, I'm not particularly a fan of folding laundry either, but I will. Yeah. Particularly if you hate it. Now, the one thing I like really hate doing is like, mopping floors and that kind of thing. I'm not into it. No. I'm not into I it. haven't really met anyone that's like, oh my God, I love cleaning floors. You know, some people I know are like, really? they're into the cleaning thing. And single? I'm like, no, they're not. <laughs> I don't know any single people anymore. 
Um, <laughs> there's only three left in New York, and they're all in this <laughs> and they're room. all in this room. <laughs> no, they're like they're all, they're all they've all been on this podcast. Yeah, all ten of them. Um, so I think it's about finding that like it's so much easier because you have somebody else to like rely on to do the thing you don't like. Uh, and if if you find someone that you can have that partnership with, how nice is that? It's nice. It's so great. So great. I was thinking about this because um, in my list of things that are easier, I remember once and going along with our theme of like badass woman, I can take care of it myself. I had a broken toilet seat in my old apartment and granted I had a landlord and I told him that the toilet seat was broken. He was like, okay, well if you just buy a new one, you can, I'll just, I'll just refund it to you. Like there's, you know, he's basically like, go buy one and then I'll reimburse you for it. Can I tell you my proudest moment as a single person since we're talking about toilets? Yes. Yes. So, <laughs> Sorry to hijack your story. No, there. no. How can I say no to that question? Right. So wait, wait, before you tell me. Yeah. I So I bought the thing and I put it together on my own, which is like a super unpleasant job. And, but I was very proud of myself that I was like, no, you know what? It's gross. It's disgusting. Normally I would put this on my boyfriend and I'm going to motherfucking do this. Anyway, back to you. Toilet story. Toilet story. So to, to, see, toilets are the source of all pride. Clearly. Because okay. my toilet, my toilet like flushy thing broke. I don't even know what it's called. The flusher. The, right, the flusher. But the like, it was the thing inside. The like oh. handled like the long stick thing that pops up the. Yes. Whatever that's I know, called. I know, I know what you're talking about. I don't remember the name of it either. That thing snapped in the middle. So I could not flush my toilet. The chain thing? Mm, no, the plastic thing. <laughs> this is like an amazing conversation. Thing. Two women talking about things in toilets. <laughs> This is, this is why we should have boyfriends. Exactly. Um, so I snapped the plastic thing, or the plastic thing snapped. Um, and so I flapper. Is it called a flapper? That's, I think that that's the thing that like whatever <laughs> that covers the hole that drains the water. This is genius. <laughs> so the plastic thing snaps, and I decide I'm not even going to call my landlady. And you know what I did? I fixed my damn toilet. Yeah, you did, girl. <laughs> It was literally, I like called my whole family. I sent them pictures. I was like, would you look at me? I fixed my toilet. And they're like, did you call your landlady? I was like, no. Nope. I didn't need to. I fixed my toilet for three ninety nine at the hardware store. <laughs> but it feels, it feels really good. It feels yeah. really good to like become a woman that takes care of herself, who like is self-reliant, who doesn't go running off to dad to like kill a spider you know there's like there's no one there and then you realize I don't actually need someone else because I'm strong enough to take care of myself exactly. and do it on my own and like that that feels really good that it independence totally feels amazing although if anybody wants to kill bugs for me I'm totally, yeah I'm, I'm hiring as well yeah yeah open it up um anything else on your list of things that are easier with a partner mm, let's see so we've gotten the furniture assembly thing Cooking and cooking and cleaning. Cooking Sorry, and cooking, cooking and doing the dishes two together. And, uh, yeah, home repair. Um, Don't say having sex. <laughs> that was like the mean, setup of I, a perfect joke. I, I think yes. you're easier with a partner. Having sex. We're playing like family feud here. Uh, uh, yeah. <laughs> It can be easy. I don't know. <laughs> Theoretically. Sorry, Theoretically, actually, it's easier by yourself. Theoretically. It's easier by yourself. Um, I just, I had one more. It was yeah. just like making tough decisions. 
I find that I'm a better uh, decision maker when I can talk out something or talk through something with someone else. And I'm lucky to have a wonderful group of girlfriends that um, I can sometimes call and be like, can I just talk to you about this thing? But I I also don't want to put that on my friendships. You know what I mean? I also think that's like, that's a, that's a great thing as like having a great support network. Mm -hmm. I have a great support network as well, but like, support network that sounds weird no I'm with with you but like you know a group of people close to me who are like willing to you know chat through hard things with me and when I'm like oh but what about this you know they're like well I think this yeah you know and I certainly have those people um in some ways I almost think that making tough decisions is actually easier by yourself because uh you don't have to take anybody else into account yeah, that's you true. You know, when, uh, particularly when you're talking about things like moving across the country or a career decision, mm. you know, um, I actually often find myself super grateful that, you know, when I'm thinking about like, okay, well, you know, hey, I'm, I'm considering changing careers, you know, or I'm considering doing this for my day job. You know, I really only have to look at like how that affects me and I feel a lot of gratitude for that. Maybe that's kind of something. I don't know, but like, you know, that's not nothing, you know, it's, it's, it's actually a really lovely thing to be reminded of. I think, you know, and I think it also goes along with being like a, a strong independent woman because the person who pays the rent is me. Right. Person who feeds the dog is me. Yeah. I've mentioned my dog like four times now on this podcast. Also, maybe why I'm still single. (laughs) (laughs) Not true. (laughs) <laughs> um, you know, the person who takes care of the garden is me and the person who puts food on the table is me. Yeah. Um, so when it comes down to like making those tough decisions, like I'll, I'll talk through it with someone, but ultimately like the decision maker is me. Yeah. So I hear you. And yeah. sometimes it's not worth giving up. Yeah. Sometimes it's a really lovely thing. Yeah. Also, sometimes I feel gratitude for that, like sink of dishes, even though I hate them. Because I like you, I leave them for future Emily to clean up. (laughs) (laughs) And on that note, Tom, you have been so very patiently waiting over there on the other side of the table. I see you taking notes. Yes. I don't know how helpful they'll be or even that I'm going to remember anything that I was saying in these notes. I was just doodling, really. Oh, okay, Uh, great. You're just totally not even paying attention. (laughs) (laughs) That's what women have to say. Um, no, first of all, can you guys, um, share how you know each other? Uh, yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So, um, this is one of my favorite stories. Uh, so a while ago, uh, I was out with friends at a restaurant that we won't name, but a lot of theater people hang out at. Okay. Uh, and there was this girl, this who kept walking around and, uh, and she was wearing all black, but I didn't. Wait, was she, was she like a patron or was she working I, at the restaurant? I didn't know at the time. I have since learned, but uh, she was walking around and we I kept, I kept noticing her. Wait, wait, were you working at the restaurant or were you a patron? I was working there. Yeah. Okay, 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 okay. She was working. She was just like a random girl well, walking yeah, around the exactly. restaurant. Well, it was the end of the night. There weren't a lot of tables. Because that's what I do. I walk around restaurants in all black. Waiting to get hit up. <laughs> 
I look. Like, I was doing laps. Like I said, it was a theater hangout. You she were blinded by love. You didn't care. She was, didn't see the apron that she was wearing, but I, she, I didn't notice black. But I thought maybe you know, she, she was, was just, in the theater. She, she was, was in New York. I don't know. Yeah, oh, yeah. there you or go. Stage manager. There we go. Just so a New Yorker. Options. So many uh, <laughs> Anyway, so I noticed this girl, and I couldn't. Uh, I was quite captivated by her, and on her way out, uh-huh. I was seated near where she was picking up a coat and. Uh, in my memory, she paused a little bit and looked up, but I don't know if that's true or not. That's in my memory. Uh, and we started a conversation. About Edward Scissorhands. Is that a real thing? That's what I remember. Uh, I remember we talked about Edward Scissorhands. I don't remember. Probably. Aww. Probably, but I don't remember why. I was, I'm was. i sure I was looking for an Ian for a conversation. <laughs> and, I'm, and in hindsight... I think that she was hoping or actually like giving me every opportunity to say oh. something smart. Uh, as I've learned that every guy thinks we're making the first move, but then you actually go, oh, you just missed the 18. <laughs> Clues that I was giving you. Clues that were thrown in our direction. Uh, so, yeah, so we started a conversation and uh, we went out on a date. Yes, with, we did. Yeah. At which point, I'm, with the date, it was, okay. I was really nervous, and I was not, oh, I, okay, anyway, I earned a nickname from this date because of how nervous and overwhelming I'm sure I was, and I don't even, I remember parts of it that I don't Wait, even Wait, do you know what date. the nickname is? I do. She told you what yeah, it she, is? Well, yes, because, don't you, you share what it is. I will. Um, it's, <laughs> yes? It's too much, Tom. He was oh. too much. He <laughs> was a lot. And to be fair, it's so fair. I was. I was a lot. That's not I, that bad. I, I listen. I've been. I've given worse nicknames to people I've gone on dates with, so that one's not that bad. But I guess it is kind of hard to hear that you've been like too much on a date. That's like. Well, I, here's something I learned about it pretty soon afterwards. Did she <laughs> tell you? She's like, I got a nickname for you. Yes, and you know. But, but did you also- did you go on a second date? No. No, I don't no. think we did. I don't think she was, well, no, I don't think we did. No. I remember I wanted to, and you had basically pointed out that I was too much. <laughs> uh, and then, uh, but it gets, I got, I'm redeemed, to be fair, uh, from this later, because she called me a month later. I, I did. There was some, yeah, there was some time I called him a month later, and I said, uh, maybe I overreacted there. Like, really? maybe I. Maybe I, maybe I was wrong. You there. judged too soon. I maybe did. Yeah, that's really big of you. Well, I wish more people did that yeah. to me. <laughs> and then I moved on. <laughs> and then he totally. He was like, like "Well, I don't need you, girl." Yeah, he was totally like Aww. not into it at all. But um, well, that's not. It's not. I was not. I'm totally into you, and I continue to be totally into you. It's just that that clearly is not oh our relationship. Wait, wait, wait. I'm confused. So wait, how did you stay in touch and all that? How are you here right now? We, we run in the same circles and we yeah. just always stay in touch. We it's just like, always have. Like, and to be fair, that story, like, that story's 13 years ago. Yeah. Oh, so you've been friends for like 13 years? Yeah. yeah. Through like various relationships and like ups and downs and like we have like. That's really lovely, actually. Yeah. This, this actually came up on another episode because I feel like we always go on these dates and we put pressure on ourselves to find a romantic connection. And sometimes it's there and sometimes it's not there and you, you can't force it. But sometimes it's just nice to like meet another person that you connect with. And it doesn't have to be sexual or romantic. It could be a friendship or it could be a relationship that 
turns into something down the road. Like you don't know how the two of you may end up being in each other's lives. Yeah. And that's okay. It's totally okay. We're still here. Yeah. And we, I mean, try to, you know, surround myself with good human beings and yeah. have somebody yeah. that is a good human being. Like yeah, this is, close. Yeah. I love that story. Okay. Now onto the dirty stuff. Uh, <laughs> let's dish. Uh, now that we got the sentiment out of the way. Um, Tom, what came up for you while we were talking about being strong, independent women? Yeah. Um, well, there, I mean, there are a couple of, I'm going to sort of work backwards from like, yeah. what my sort of things I was writing down. Like, that. Um, one of the things you guys were talking about right at the end there, you were talking about making decisions and, and uh, how nice it is not to have well, you know, two different points of view, actually, which is one, you sort of miss having big decisions and something mm-hmm. to talk to. And the other one's like, oh, I just, I'm glad that I don't have anybody. And, you know, I've sort of found that for me, and again, you know, it's just really nice to sort of be beholden to someone else, to take someone else's needs into my uh, my decisions. I mean, yeah. you talked about it a little bit, a lot, actually, on both the good and the bad side of this, which is doing dishes. Uh, you had mentioned that doing, I mean, I come home and now that I just don't do the dishes. Uh, but there's a part of me that still feels like, cause I live alone that still feels like, Oh, I'm not living with anybody anymore. But when I did, I always was like hated dishes in the sink and I come home to them. So now I do the dishes because I want to be that guy. I don't want to be, you know what I mean? There's something about, I want to be the person that does the dishes, whether there's somebody here or not. And ah. the idea also, uh, behind that is like, I remember when my relationship ended, um, one of the things that kept me going was the fact that I had to go home to my cats and I had to, I had to take care of another living thing. And my decisions in my life had to be reflective. I mean, it, it, they, you have a responsibility, I have a responsibility to something else. Something else. Yes. And yes. actually yes. I found that really freeing. I find it really freeing that it, I really learned what independence was in a good way. I felt more independent when I actually had to take something else's, into well-being into account. Well, it's just, I mean, that's like kind of like just a part of growing up is learning to care for other people and stop being so selfish. Mm-hmm. I guess I'm still in the selfish phase of my no, life. No, that's not what I'm saying. That's, that's, that's the opposite of what no, I'm I saying. It's like, <laughs> I'm very selfish. I'm not saying <laughs> um, But I, I know, I, yeah, I can see that transition where you would stop being like, I'm the number one, like the way that my parents are like, you know, our number one is our kids. Yeah. And... So there's something, there's just something nice that I find very freeing about that one, making big decisions. Yeah. Uh, it also, it helps to give it parameter to give it like, I've got like guidelines. I have to stay within these. I have to take something else into account. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's actually helpful <laughs> because it's so crazy. Uh, it's just so much. There's so I can do. It's so, too much. It's so I can do anything, but why, <laughs> which, what am I, what, anything am I going to do? It's like, well, now I have these, these guidelines. Yeah. Sorry, I couldn't help that pot shot in there. <laughs> uh, and so, yeah, the, and the other thing that I kept thinking about um, when you were talking was sort of men, like I had female friends that have done, that when I talked to them about online dating, uh-huh. uh, and that men will approach you, men that would never approach you, even if they were introduced to you in public, they would never approach you. Uh, or they just kind of sit there and be shy. And the online is sort of this anonymity where they can just say these either sometimes awful things or they just approach you and they would never do it in real life. Yeah. Um, and 
it's it's so interesting to watch sort of like what that what happens there. And I'm I was always curious about why is that? Why is like? And I think there's this anonymity behind it. It's like um, online. There is. You are. It's like. But also, what do I see on the other side of that computer? It's like it's whatever I want it to be. It is. You are. Like you're the image and you're the profile, and so I get to make you whatever you are, whatever you are in my head. Uh, and these awful things, these like guys come at you with, <laughs> which I just am still floored, yeah. floored by. Um, well, there's like a, there's like a, a sausage. I, <laughs> there's like a there's like a good and a bad to that too. Like you say, like guys would never come up to you and say this thing to you in person. So on the one hand, you're getting people come up to you, say things to you that you know, you might be sitting next to a person at the bar and they would never talk to you, but online they said hi. Right. But on the other hand, you're right. There's no risk of failure where if you go up to a human being in a bar and say, hi, you're really pretty. And they say, don't talk to me. Like, I think you're the worst human being on the planet. There's no risk of failure because if I approach you online and you don't want to respond, you just don't have to respond. Mm -hmm. Right. So I don't know. It's good and bad. Well, it's also like you mentioned earlier, like, uh, conversations, like we were talking about, uh, like you can actually be in a place. I mean, Emily and I had a conversation when we first met because we were in the same place. It wasn't just a back and forth and I'm responding to you on my time. Right, time. right, right. It's that this is our time and I'm responding you to you. You connected. And I see, I see how you respond in real time with either your eyes, your body language, or whatever. And I may have, and online, if even when I'm online dating, if I say, if I, or, I, or texting, I can say something that I think is really fun and witty, and I, maybe it comes to you the wrong way, or maybe you're in the middle of a meeting. Yeah, <laughs> and yeah, And you don't yeah, respond yeah. for three hours. And so there's just sort of this distance between things. No, so much it's is so, lost when you're just communicating over, right. over text yeah. in words and, and so, not with presence and energy and eyes. Well, and the other part of that is when you online, you were there for a purpose, <laughs> You know, yeah. you are there for a purpose and you're there to get to know each other uh, as opposed to these people that meet in real life that are working together and you're not there. You to, don't know what's going well, on. Yeah. You're not mm-hmm. really there to date. You're not really there checking off boxes, seeing if it, like you're just, you're there to perform a task. Right. You're there to do a show or it's like, you know, my, my doctor friends there, it's like, this is why doctors always take their nurses. You know, it's like they're in the same environment, you know? Yeah. Uh, and so you're having a conversation that is about something other that than... That you're both passionate about. Right. Yeah. And so you get to know each other without having to sit down and go, like, are you checking the boxes? Right, you? right. Like, like I, I, I read your stuff, and I know that you are attractive and that you like surfing because I saw that photo. And right. you, <laughs> That's, like, all you and have. you snow ski. That's great. You prefer snowboarding. Great. Right, now right. check. I mean, as opposed to... Just having connect on a deeper level. What was what was that question that I I was like if I had a a man here that I would ask them. Um, oh, you had asked about um, when they. Uh, oh, about the pizza. Like, mm-hmm. what were the what were the guys like expecting in response? Like, if someone sends a message like that, like, what do they think in like the best situation is going to happen? I, 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 I do not know. Dom's <laughs> like, apologize. On behalf of all men. I, now I'm speaking for all men and uh, gross men. And Chris is like, I can't, I, it's hard to jump into someone's head. Of course. Like, of course. Like, I'm not like, because it's one of those things I just don't see how anybody could ever do, but it happens. I hear it more often than not. Like, like it happens all the time. Right. Um, and I think it goes back to what we were talking about earlier. It's like, you are just that image to me. 
it's this online thing. And like, as a guy, I can open up 14 tabs of porn. <laughs> you know what I mean? And you are, and you get to be, well, no, yeah. no, I mean, this is, <laughs> but you can, study. but you can, no, this is, this is a study. Actually, no, this is actually studies uh, that I'm like, <laughs> that I read and on in other different, different podcasts. No, this is like, <laughs> What's that, uh, uh, you watch 14 pages no, of porn at the say, same time. No, I read studies. This about, is getting out of hand. Let me go back. I read studies about people. Where, ah. Like ED is actually a problem now for like 18 year old boys. Like, because of... They're accustomed to porn. Because, yeah, because they can't... They don't know what it's like to just be with a person. Oh, and sick. Because they can have their 16 tabs, whatever, and constantly just um, be stimulated in whatever they want in any given second. Uh, and so there's this part of me that goes like, oh, it's this weird online <gasps> menu dating and the same thing. It's like, you are the hot redhead, and I see oh, that shit. photo of you, and I'm going to... Like, you get to be that girl... So when I say, oh, you make pizza. Oh, I watched that one. I've been to pizza delivery. Well, you know, I mean, I'm making, that's a huge assumption that you're wrong. But there's this sense of like, because I don't, because you are not a human being to these people. You are an object, an image. Oh my God. Did your stomach just flip over? Yeah. I wish, I wish you could see my face. Like, <laughs> both of us are like, ugh. I mean, let me also say I'm not an expert. This is no, no, and neither are we. And we're all just like theorizing about online dating. Of course, of course. This idea, but that's like online. Like that's where all of no, I never thought about it that way. Like it's about online projection. It's projection. It's like online. There's there's pornography. It's it's a it's your everything is a menu. But that just goes back to like the objectivity of women 101. Like the way that men have historically and in our patriarchy projected onto women the idea that they want and the fantasy that they want. And, and it's, it's the male gaze. It's, it's seeing something in a window and saying, I want that thing without knowing what that other thing wants. Yeah, back well, in yeah, you, you're not a human being. You are an object. It's just an image. You, are, you are a desire. And <sighs> yeah, I mean, that's, I mean, no, I, I feel like we, like, we like put him on the spot. He's so uncomfortable. We're just uncomfortable because we're responding to the idea. And we've, I've never thought I, through that process before. It's super dark, oh and it's not. No, it's not your fault. It's not like, it's like super dark. It's really dark, but it's not untrue. I never thought about it that way. That like even just by having a picture of myself online in a dating profile, and there's a picture of myself in a bikini, and there's a picture of me putting lipstick on, you know, because I want to show the sexy female side of myself. That that could be received as an image that could be objectified. Not that I didn't think that, but it didn't occur to me that people would be, I don't know, putting their fantasy on me without wanting to know what's behind it. Yeah. And that's, I mean, for me, that's, that's, I mean, we all, I mean, look, Instagram, all of this, how many photos, how many selfies do you take before you post the one? Right, you of look course. At, I mean, there's an image that we all want to put out there, in my opinion. Um, but... Like what's what's behind that? What's what's really going on? What's so these men actually don't really need a response from her when she's talking about making pizza. They're I don't. Just, no, I just it's I, to fulfill the fantasy. Yeah, I think I, the, the response. I, the only response that they're looking for is yeah. Well, I don't want to say what I think it is. I, that's just gross. I'm not even going to go there. I mean, but it's. I mean, why stop now, right? <laughs> you, know, I mean, you know what the response is? Like, oh, you like you like pepperoni. You like so you might like. My She's like, I've heard all the responses. Right. You is can't embarrass fair? me. This is what you're getting? Like, is you're oh, getting yeah, like, right. oh yeah, like you like sausage. You yeah. And you're, the only response is like, you how big is your sausage? You know, it's like, no, there is no response. I guess right. 
there's no, no there's no real response. But that's as why a I was being. confused about it. I was like, what could they possibly want in return? And the answer well, is not really. Anything. I, I had dated somebody, and as she was walking to see me come to meet me, uh, she was like, uh, she was walking to the subway where I was, and this car pulled up, and just you know, cat called her, and she turned, and she just had a day, and she turned and was like, what do you expect from me? You want me to get in your car? What do you want? Amazing. It's like, yeah, I mean, that's like, and they don't know what to do. It's I, like, Finally, just calling them out in this moment. It's like, we wanted to say that you're hot and we think you're great. It's like, yeah, yeah I'm going to get your car. You have to reach a deep point of rage to be able to turn around and be like, really? Like, what? What do you want? You know, and just like, no shit's given. Oh, yeah. I mean, but, and of course, I'm sure their faces were like, uh, uh, I don't, I don't know. Like, uh, you know, they don't know how to respond. When a woman actually talks back to you, you don't know what to say. I was, didn't know how to respond either. I, I knew exactly you how like, to respond, which was, I love you so you. much. <laughs> I You're the woman so, of my dreams. Yes, you. Uh, that was amazing. <laughs> that was exactly my response. I'm She's like, my I, I am so sad. I'm like, oh, guys, actually, we're so friends <laughs> too. Actually, um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, well, you know, you gotta. You, how do you not love strong, smart, independent? Right. Yeah. Um, I ask how do you not like want that? Like, go to this, with the whole conversation that, from my point of view has been about for you guys like what I want is to be able like you like you're so proud of yourselves for fixing the toilet or you know putting together your shelves and I think oh right but it's I'm much more like your landlord who goes yeah you're just gonna do it uh, mm-hmm. because I just don't accept the premise most of the time good uh, and I think it's great and I, I when I because I'm I don't think this has to do with me being a guy it just has to do with being someone who wants to be independent like, no. oh, I don't have anybody here to help me put this bed together. If I had a roommate, I'd make them help me. Um, but it's not about having a partner. It's about, but you know, but I would also say, like, it would be nice to have somebody that shares these. It would be nice. Yeah, it would be nice. To use a metaphor, it would be nice to build something with someone. Hmm. Oh. <laughs> don't get all weird. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's just like a nice, oh, like, you know, know. it's a nice thing. It's a nice, fuzzy feeling. Yeah. Let's end on a nice, fuzzy feeling, you guys. Since we got a little dark for a little bit, <laughs> we're going to end on a nice, that. fuzzy feeling of it would be nice to have somebody to help put the damn bed together. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Thank you guys so much for being on this episode of Hashtag Single with me. Thank you. And for facing some pretty intense questions, but uh, also being able to laugh about it too. Thanks for having us. You betcha. All right. Catch you next time on Hashtag Single. Bye.